You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us for our fourth episode of Trash Pandas, where we talk about trash and trending TV. Trash is kind of like reality, all that stuff. So we are happy that you guys are joining us. And thank you so much for your support. If you have anything you want to talk to us about, too, feel free to comment. We are reading them live. Um, and let's just get right into it. Lindsay, how was your week? Um, well, I think my week was probably like a lot of other people's week where we were like staring at the news and going, what the hell is happening in the world? Absolutely. Um, so there was a lot of that going on. Um, I, what did I watch? Oh, Naked and Afraid XL just started starting on Sunday night and I am like, so obsessed with naked and afraid. I don't know why. It's not the fact that they're naked. (laughs) I mean, it might have a little to do with that, but a little bit to do with it. (laughs) The vulnerability. But honestly, um, I, they do like this XL challenge where it's like, they put them in the worst terrain possible in Africa. And they're like, survive and there's all these different (laughs) groups that are trying to survive and they can banish each other now so they added like this whole new element to it so I've been deeply involved in that (laughs) um so that's you know that's something I've been doing yeah definitely Um, I mean that comes on right after uh 90 days so it's like easy to watch I haven't watched it but I I am curious about them banishing people so what does that entail so it's basically like if okay so it goes off of where they're at in Africa the tribe that used to live there in Africa basically was like if you can't pull your weight if you aren't helping the tribe like we push you out of the tribe so it's like the you know it's like the sick the old you know what I mean like we're just gonna push you out like if you can't pull your weight and they can basically do those same things like within these groups they're like listen you're not pulling your weight you're not getting enough firewood you're not getting enough clean water for us you're doing nothing and we can banish you and already (laughs) second episode (laughs) in they've had a banishment it is classic and the guy's like the guy was just like so pissed off he's like well I don't understand like I wasn't doing anything and it's like yeah dude yeah you weren't doing anything that's exactly why they banished you so first of all is it like a group of like four or five people or so what it is is like okay so it's all these different groups that they scatter across like this huge region groups of two Groups of two. And then they add in, like, sneak upon the third person. They add (laughs) them in. After the group of two is, like, already established. And then um, eventually what will happen is, like, in these Naked and Afraid challenges is, like, the groups merge. Either into one large group or two competing groups. And it's, like, super interesting because, like... It's all a psychological game. Like, I mean, really, that's what it comes down to is like these people can either like mentally handle all of it or they can't like because they're getting they're not only in like the hottest of hot, like they can't even walk on the sand or walk like like it's so hot that it blisters the bottom of their feet. Um, then they're dealing with crocodiles, they're dealing with snakes, snakes. they're dealing with monkeys, whatever the fuck, cheetahs, like, they're dealing with hyenas, like, coming after them, like, they're dealing with craziness, and so a lot of it is, like, the mental challenge of, like, can you get through this or not, and, um, and then you see, like, can people work together or can they not, and it's just, I think it's a very interesting, like, experiment into, like, human psychology <laughs> of, like, what exactly goes on. Like, imagine these people, like, 10,000 years ago, like, trying to survive. There's no way. Like, 
is the series like the same groups or I know that okay, it's in the so, original it's not. Yeah, like, so Naked and Afraid XL is the same groups and okay. it will it will go on for probably like 10, 10 episodes at least. But it's super interesting. I am obsessed with it. I love it. I think it's crazy. I who would sign up for this? Because honestly, <laughs> you don't get they don't get money for this. They don't get any money. There's they don't get no, any there's, no there's no award for this. That's so, crazy. So they're literally just doing this just to see if they can do it. Like it's no, yeah, they get no monetary compensation for that's crazy. I, I don't know if I could be in something like that where I'm not gonna get like a hundred thousand dollars at the end. Right. Like, okay, <laughs> like right. Hundred thousand dollars at the end, I'm like Girl, sold. I'll get fucking girl. Whatever I'll do whatever. <laughs> but like, they don't get anything other than like their survival rating, like moves like up go up a few matches. And I'm <laughs> like, hilarious. you know, to each their own. If that's your thing, that's awesome. But good TV, <laughs> really good TV. Um, so I rekindled my love of RuPaul's Drag Race this week. Um, I have had, I, I don't really have like cable. I have like Hulu, Netflix. Um, my brother-in-law shares his Plex with us. And that's kind of how I got back into it was because I was like, oh, I saw this thing on Plex. And it was RuPaul's Drag Race and it's season 12 now. And I went ahead and started watching it. And I was like, holy fuck, I love this show. And I forgot about how much I loved it. And it was actually like towards the series finale or the, the season finale. Yeah. And oh my God, like these girls are fucking beautiful. First of all, like they are gorgeous. They're so funny. I remember watching um, RuPaul's Drag Race Dude. season one. And that shit was like. Drag queens are always so amazing I love it and there's like new school drag which is kind of more of like about your face and your look and how much you can impersonate a woman where old school drag is more about like your personality and how funny you are so watching these girls do everything hilarious so fucking good I loved it and then I also rekindled my love for DP Dr. Phil guys I love Dr. Phil and he is so good. And I love my Philisms. Sometimes I, <laughs> yes, they're so good. I will literally like be talking to someone. I'll be like, no matter how flat you make a pancake, it always has two sides. <laughs> you know, or like, <laughs> I love how like he says these things where I'm just like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, one of my favorite ones that he said recently was, um, never pass up or my grandpa used to tell me that never pass up a chance to shut the hell up. And I was like, that's Dude, so that good. Really <laughs> that I really want to tell advice. people to do that. That's great <laughs> advice. Okay. Although I have my problems with Dr. Bell, I have to admit like his show is good programming. It's really good programming. <laughs> <laughs> like the craziness you see on there. So it's wild. So that, I mean, we would not have cash man said, how about that? Without, <laughs> without Dr. Phil. I almost spit it out. We would not have it without Dr. Phil. Can't that. How about it? <laughs> there are so many good Dr. Phil moments that have become memes yes. that I love it. Yes. Like there was this one girl that she was like, I'm 12 months pregnant with Jesus's baby. <laughs> like, Okay. I guess that's a thing now. Well, and his wife, Robin, looks like she's straight out of Saw. Yeah, she's the Crypt Keeper. She, she's straight out of Saw. Like she and now she has like her own, skeleton. Now she has her own, like, skincare line. I did see like, that. Whole, like, infomercial. Oh, my God. The, within the episode for her skincare line. And I was like, shame on you, Dr. Phil. They shame also always promote uh, the app that he made with his son. Oh that God. is like some doctor on demand. And he also always shamelessly promotes his son's like band that plays everywhere. And apparently. Like, here's the thing. I feel like as long as you can watch Dr. Phil and know like overall their pieces of poop. 
Like, that's fine. But if you watch Dr. Phil and you legit think that these people are good people. I love watching the catfish episodes, though, because I really want to get some 90 Day Fiance people on. Well, I was just going to say, like, but we have a catfish we have a whole program called Catfish. Yeah, there's an entire program, right? Like, like we can tune in otherwise. 90 Day Fiance, just reference your people straight to MTV for Catfish instead. <laughs> like, we don't need your shit on our shit. And Nave is so much better than Dr. Bell. Yeah, that's Nave true. Is so much better than Dr. Bell. That's okay, true. so 90 Day. 90 Day. The last episode before the actual reunion. We've been talking about this for a month now, saying that it's the last episode. It's really the last episode, guys. It truly is. And it straight up was appropriately named The Never-Ending Story, which is exactly how I would describe this entire season. has just been wild, and it never ended. It's been one day um so let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it all right so joffrey and baria joffrey and baria there's a lot to say uh okay so uh mary shows so last time we left off Barry and uh joffrey were at a bar with his friends they were playing pool um and mary shows up apparently mary is friends with all of these people so she just like walks right in and she's like, um, hey, how are you guys doing? And it makes everything super, super awkward. awkward, super awkward. But you can tell that like Joffrey loves like every second. He's of, smiling the entire yeah, time. He has this smirk like, on his face that he's like, I love every second <laughs> of these two women fighting over me. Like, I love it. Um, he's a narcissist, so there you go. Um, so, uh, he talks to Mary and off to the side and he's like, you have to know that I didn't know that she was showing up and I was just as surprised as you were. And, um, she's like, she cries and she's like, I don't know like what to do. And he's like, basically not saying I'm going to drop Varya for you, but he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. He says he, in so many words, he just says like, I hope I don't lose my friendship with you. Right. To me, like if I was her automatically, I would assume you're dumping me. You're dumping me to be with this other girl. Right. And it's like, why were they even together to begin with? Right. And, and I'm sorry, but if you have any, question in your mind about why you're with me then bye same yeah like I don't I don't have time for that I don't need that I'm not gonna sit here and fight for you like if you don't want this as much as I want this then we're not on the same page we need to we need to split ways I don't care how good of friends we are like it's done it's done absolutely I don't care how long I've been in your life for we're done um, so, uh, he doesn't offer her any comfort, um, in the interview, he says that he hopes, um, Mary respects whatever he ends up choosing, but like, it's like, dude, give me a break. Like you took her on a date. You basically said that you guys were going to go ahead and be exclusive and yeah. Now you're like, oh, well, I hope she uh, respects whatever I choose. No, 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 dude. Doesn't work like that. Does not work like that. If you think it does, you're wrong. Right. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) Right. Like, (laughs) bye. Um, So Varia Varia then takes Mary to the side. (laughs) Oh, my God. This ends really well. So Mary isn't having any of it. She's like, well, why did you show up here? What, like, what was your intention? Why did you just show up out of the blue and blah, blah, blah. And Varia uh, um, asks, oh, she asks why the F she's there. Why the F are you here? And Varia said if she wants the best for Jeffrey, that she would stay away. And he doesn't love her. 
Varya tells Mary this. Okay, but that's true. He doesn't love her. He literally used her as a fucking backup. She was a backup she plan. She was a backup plan. And that that pissed me off because I was like, guy, first of all, if you were so in love with this woman, you would have never moved on to another woman so quickly. And then you're going to have her come to you. Well, he didn't have her come to him, but she comes to you and you're like, oh, I don't know what I want. Like, either be like, fuck off to the other one or be right. like, fuck off to the first one. Like, there, you only have two options. Right. Like, fuck off to one, fuck off to the other. I guess you have a third option, fuck off to both of you. You know what I mean? So you got three options. Which one are you going to do? And then you're not even going to fucking give the girl the actual, like, like satisfaction of being like, okay, at least this guy is telling me to piss off. Right. Right. Fuck that guy. Well, he can't even give, like, Mary the decency of, like, I'm gonna try to make this work with Varya. Right. He's just like, I don't know. Whatever I decide, I hope you're okay with it. I'm okay with it. Like, ew, you're gross. I hate him. So, anyways, um, Oh, <laughs> Mary says that she gives the relationship between her, uh, Varya and Joffrey six months. She's like, I give it six months. <laughs> and this so really, optimistic. This really pisses off Varya. And she just like <laughs> leaves. She's like, I've had enough. I've had enough. And she just leaves. And then Joffrey ends up like calling her out of the bar. And it's like, Thank blah, blah, blah. Holy fuck. She just filled up my wine. Sorry. And it's like a it's like a half a box of wine. I have a box. We have a box of wine. I got a box. And like, I'm sorry, there's a little This is a little, lot. A little spricket. And it doesn't tell you when <laughs> it doesn't tell me when to stop pouring. So I'll just keep pouring. She used to be a bard in there. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. I'm sorry. Okay. So we're moving, on. <laughs> We're moving on. We're moving on. Yeah, you're so, drinking out of a brandy glass. I know, but like, that's all I have right now. All I have right now. Okay. I boxed up all my wine. Don't start your shit. Okay. <laughs> so, or, okay. Do you want to continue talking? We'll continue talking about Varya and Jeff. Okay. We'll so, Varya and Jeff decide they're going to continue their relationship. They're going to move slowly along. Jeff kind of shows her all of Knoxville and Varya's like, I like the countryside. And Jeff's like, really? Because when we were in Russia, you you said said you were a city city girl. girl. Yeah. Uh, So that's weird how she made that total (laughs) change of personality. Um, But anyways, so they go around Knoxville and she meets Jeff's kids. And Jeff's boys uh, kind of put them on the spot and they were like, so Mary was in the house when Varya showed up. So what's going on? And um, they talk it all through and they seem to really like Varya. They say that like, they think that like Varya balances out their dad. Um, it was fine. I mean, whatever. And Varya's like, I like your kids and blah, blah, blah. Like, right, right. Super heartwarming, whatever. I don't care. So um, they they go to this uh, cute spot, like in Knoxville, where they like make all these wishes, and they write. You have to like this spot in Knoxville is where like you have to write down a wish and like you tie it to like a spot in the park, and your wish is supposedly comes true after that, and so. Him and Varya write down their wishes and they tie it up. And then after they tie it up, Varya turns around and Jeff is on his knee and he's re-proposing to Varya. <laughs> and of course, she says, yes, blah, blah, blah. Here's my thing. Varya, before all this happened, all of this happened was like, if he doesn't propose to me, then I don't see a future for us. And we were like, well, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. When he was in Russia and proposed to you. He proposed to her and he was like, if this doesn't work out, then I don't see our relationship continuing. Right. And he said that 
to her. Right. And she was like, uh, right. not right now. I didn't mean such a titty. Not right now. Which we talked about that too, where it's like, right. we don't necessarily agree that he should have just been like, fuck off because, you know, she said not right now and not never, um, which I totally agreed with her doing that. But her saying that Seem- this episode seemed very weird that she was like, oh, I right. don't see our relationship. And it, it seems like she was basically telling him like, give me a ring or it's not happening. Uh, so we have a question from one of our friends. Martha is asking, do we know how much time elapsed from when Jeffrey left Russia until Varya showed up? Okay. We so, do. Supposedly three months. Three months is what I heard. But yeah. then I also saw a thing where they were saying only a couple of weeks had gone by. So we have to like double check on that. But I think that three months is more like it because she had like applied for a visa. She had to get the visa actually, um, you know, approved and then actually coming over. Right. So I would say that is probably around three months. Um, there are some conflicting stories out there saying three weeks. I don't think that it's possible to get a visa within three weeks and also fly over. So we will update you on that. But for right now, we're going to say three months. Um, But I would like to ask all of you, if you have any information where you found on like Reddit or any articles about um, Varia and Joff, like Joffrey still being together, um, please send it to us like on our Trash Panda account because we are very curious. I'm very We've curious. We've been looking. And I've been trying to dive deep. And apparently, like, their Instagram live is, like, really elusive. And that might be because they're still under contract with TLC. Yeah, they do still have a, a, a non-disclosure contract going on. So it is hard to find information about this. But um, as soon as we find anything out, we will update people too. So if you guys find anything, feel free to share it with us. Yeah. And as we find out stuff, we will also share it with you. But also, um, I wanted to add that um, when I was looking on Reddit, it said that um, <clears throat> that like Varia was like defending him hardcore on Instagram. He was, yeah, and, yeah, Varia was, yeah, and that. Um, um, like Jeff was very elusive about like who he was still in a relationship with and all of that. So like, if you guys find anything about that, that would be very interesting. Also, I also heard that, um, she turned down doing the TLC reunion because Jeff wasn't invited. Um, so which we're actually not okay with. We not that we're not okay with it, but that we were kind of surprised by that. Um, I was surprised. By yeah, it we sure. both of us were surprised by it because we want to know what Varia's story is. We want to hear from her exactly what happened and how she felt during everything. Um, and and Jeff has has not been asked to come back. So and like honestly, the only reason I can think why she would turn down the TLC reunion would be because she was still with him. Right. I mean, because if you were not with him, why not just go on TLC and air all? The yeah, dirty just laundry? blast it. Like blast it. Just blast like, it. Right. Like, that's what I would expect. I did hear um, from one of the groups that we are part of on Facebook and everything is that uh, he was defending her, saying that, you know, if anybody talks shit about her or whatever, that he would delete them. Um, like like I said, we don't actually know the, the legitimacy of that, and we will look into that for sure and keep you guys updated on the um, couples and what's happening with them. But there is a lot there in that relationship, Maria and Joffrey. That's definitely something that we're interested in. And it's hard to find information about. So. Yeah, and I don't know how TLC <laughs> is just going to like completely brush off that storyline for the right. reunion. Like, I feel like there has to be some kind of wrap-up room, even if we aren't hearing from Joffrey, which I'm not saying that we should hear from Joffrey because I do think that he is a POS. But... <laughs> Um, it would be nice to just... Point a sale system? <laughs> point a sale system. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, he's a point of sale system. Um, but I would like to know, honestly, like, are they still together or not? Like, just give us that. 
Like, are they still together or not? We just want to know. That's all I want to know. Just like everyone else wants to know. That's it. Okay, so we're going to move on from Jeff and Varya because we all know that that's a fucking shit show. Um, a lot of these people are already back in America, so it really doesn't matter. We're already pretty well versed in what's going on with them, but Lindsay, away. Let's move on to the next shit show. Uh, Usman and BGL. Baby girl, girl. Lisa. Wait, show them your... Okay, she has a tribute. Wait, she has a tribute to baby girl Lisa, I BGL. Didn't, wait, hold on. I feel like we should make a wedding present. Okay. We're going to do an L. I did. I'm doing an ode to baby girl Lisa. Look at her beautiful it's clip. <laughs> clip, clip, in. clip in my hair. Can you see it? <laughs> Yeah, I can see it. I'm doing. She has her red hair, BGL clip in Vogue hair happening Vogue. right this now. Is, this is Kitty Girl. This get is, it? This is Vogue <laughs> wedding. Uh, Vogue it's wedding. So yeah, it's, <laughs> we love it. So good. Like it just needs. I just need like. Crazy ass drop on. We will and I will be just be so BGL right now. So I'm so BGL. She's feeling BGL. I this is honest, like honestly, like before we started this podcast, I was like, hey, should I just do a tribute to? I think yours is way better though because she actually has like a bump kind of thing. She does like something like way up here. Like it's like it's like. (laughs) She does more of like a rooster look. Something like this. And mommy's like. Why doesn't that look bad? <laughs> I mean. Bad. I could just do a heavier bang. Heavier bangs. Heavier bang. Um, BGL oh, and Usman. She, we left off last oh. week with her basically just like airing out their dirty laundry. In front of his entire family. Yes. Like what is happening? Why are you doing so that? Amazing. If I'm going to, like, make it a point to talk about why my boyfriend is such a dick, it's not going to be to his own family, okay? (laughs) That's, like, seriously, that's, like, a, that's a terrible idea. I'm not sure where she was going with that, how she thought that that was going to be a good thing. Their, their wedding was the next day. So why would you even bring that up? Like, Okay, so None of that makes any last sense. time we saw them, she was having a conversation with this man and his brother, and she basically like just aired out all their dirty laundry. And then Usman was like, let's go, girl, like, and just aired out more. If stuff. we're gonna do it, like, let's, let's do, it. do it. And he doubled down and he aired out more stuff. And I think his brother was really shocked. And she ended up storming off. And so the next part that we see, which is in this episode, they're in a hotel room. And of course, they're talking about like how they're going to get over it and how they're going to still get married. And he needs her to trust him, which this has been the conversation all along. Like, you need to trust me. This is who I am. This is what I do. Like, blah, 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 blah. It's just like the same old tired story. Like, that TLC could have seriously ended 10 episodes ago. Because it's so annoying, and it's so stupid, and I'm so sick of hearing about it. I feel like this entire season could have been ended 10 episodes ago. this season (laughs) sucks. Okay, so anyways, um, so then she ends up talking about new beginnings. Well, we're going to get married. Everything's going to everything's going to be different and it's not going to be different. Like it's not going to be different. Like nice try. Like we can all decide like, you know, our abusive relationship is somehow going to be different and then it's not going to be different. You know what I mean? So, um, BGL's wedding look this is the look. This is the that's the one. This is the hair, basically. <laughs> it's a it's a nineties little nineties little, little, little clippy in her hair like this, and she has all these like crunchy hairs all around, and then she puts her veil over the nineties clippy, 
and she's in a horrific dress that's made out of taffeta. I mean, <laughs> I guess it's like locally made, so that's kind of cool, but like, girl, no. I feel so bad because during their wedding, it is, you can't tell whether or not it's a funeral or a wedding. Oh my God, I said the same thing. <laughs> that is what I wrote down. Girl, I was literally you like, can't tell. I go, I go, their wedding ceremony, they look like they're at a funeral. Like, literally, mommy, which, why are you calling her mommy? <laughs> Anyways, so mommy is literally like this. And I'm like, okay, is that like a cultural thing where they just don't show They're a lot of emotion? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that could be the fact, but like, everyone there looks freaking miserable. Like, it doesn't look like a good time. It looks awful. Anyways, they get married, and then they go off to their reception, where Lisa can't join in any of the dancing, because that's, like, women don't dance. Prohibited in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. She can't dance with the men. And then, and then Usman sings a song. Baby girl, I'll be there for you. (laughs) Baby girl, I will pray for you. (laughs) Baby girl. And then he goes, I wrote that. Okay, dude. It's all he does the entire time is basically. Oh, also, also, when they get married in the ceremony, the priest is like, say her name. And he's like, Usman, soldier boy. Soldier boy. (laughs) Like his last name is soldier boy. Usman Soldier Boy. Usman Soldier Boy. <laughs> like, listen, dude, we already have a Soldier Boy. Dude, you can't be a Soldier Boy. Your as well. rapper name can't <laughs> legally be your last name unless you legally change it. I guess he could. He could. But like, how hard it is to change the world, I feel like maybe it's not a thing. Over it's this. so <laughs> funny, though. Usman Soldier Boy. Usman Soldier Boy. Okay, so yeah, their wedding. So, it's a nightmare. Um, the next day, Lisa has to leave back for the States. She's crying. She's so sad to leave her best friend. And Usman takes her to the airport, walks her to the gate, and they say goodbye. And that is what. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to obviously get the 90-day um, visa for a fiancé. The K-1. Yeah, the K-1. Okay, so next couple, Lana and David. Lana and David. That's the saddest couple. Um, Because I really feel like Lana knows all the right things to say to make it seem like she's very interested in David. To make it seem like she wants to come to America for the right reasons. To make it seem like they have this like full-on relationship. Yeah. But then when you're watching it, it's like he hugs her, her arms are by her side. Um, he yeah. kisses her and she kind of like winces and then yeah. he'll kiss him back. Like it's very weird. Her body, the way that they do her, everything. Her body language is very, um, I don't want this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what she says is totally different from that. Agreed. So it's a very weird thing. It's like, is it just, like a cultural difference where she is just not comfortable with like that kind of like PDA or is it that she really is not into this? Yeah. Dude? That she just doesn't, she's not really interested in him right. at all. Right, and it, right. it's really difficult to like decipher though, because like, yeah. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt for sure because I don't know her and I don't know right. what her culture is like. Right. However, like it's just, it seems like she's not interested and it's, it's just, I just don't know. Like, I, I don't personally know how to feel about it. I, from my perspective, from what I have seen, I don't think that it's genuine. I don't think that she actually cares about him. I think that she wants the money and the items. Um, speaking of which, he gives her a new iPhone. A new iPhone. Yeah. And she seems like she's upset about getting it. And then she goes, Oh, well, because it will help us to get off of the website and on to just talking to each other, I will accept the gift. So, and that's the thing too, that makes 
it makes it hard to read like what she's actually about because like she's like I'm gonna accept this gift so we can get off the site because we know the site is paying her yes so you're, well she says it's not but but it is and we know that we know is. that it is and so so then we're just it's like okay so She's getting off the site to talk to David. So maybe she isn't in it for the money. Maybe she is really in it for the relationship with David. But then at the same time, it's like, but your body language and everything else points to the fact that you're really not into this dude. Well, also the fact that he hires a, like a a private eye and he sends him all of these extra, you know, websites with yeah. her profile and everything. And David is going through all of them saying, oh, well, this one says she's in the wrong city or this one says that she's in the wrong. And as somebody who has had people pretend to be me on social media, I can see why maybe that would be a thing. Um, I have had multiple Facebook shutdown of people uh, stealing my profile pictures or my modeling photos and stuff. So I get it. But at the same time, it just doesn't seem like that's like what's happening here. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to decipher. I feel like she's being coached and like everything that she says is like the right thing to say. Like, yeah, she always is saying the right thing. She's always saying the right thing. You're right. I wish, I wish he would stay along around longer. I wish we um, feel a connection with each other. We do feel a connection. You know, we're, we're attracted to each other. Even though all of her body language says completely opposite of what, of what she's actually they verbalizing but like I said I don't know could be who knows but on his last day uh David goes out and he wears a cool hat <laughs> along with his leather jacket which is also very cool um he said that Lam- uh, Lana never spent an overnight with him and he makes this kind of a big deal um and he's worried about how she's like hot and cold because the whole time he's there like she'll like go out with him for dinner but then she'll like be MIA for two days where she's like oh I have other things to do right and like so she won't be spending she has time to babysit or she has hockey games right she has, she has like, something going on but okay so for me that also goes back to like if you want to spend your time with somebody you're gonna figure out you make a way time for it. to yeah. spend a time. Yeah, you make somebody. time for it, right? So to me, that's just like a red flag to be like, no, there's no way. Like, obviously, he's she's not into you, right? Um, so on his last day, she sees him off to the airport, and he thinks like this is a really big deal, and he's really excited about it. Which I'm like, I would be so pissed about that whole trip but whatever dude um they say goodbye at the airport and david does the classic turnaround at the airport there's always a great airport moment in every tlc every episode and almost and almost every episode and this was our great tlc airport moment where David is about to go to the security and then he just turns around. He's like, I'm not ready to say goodbye. And he comes up to Lana and he (laughs) gets down on one knee and he proposes. Will you marry me? Every single season. We have one of these. Every season. And it's Soup's Awk. Soup's Awk. (laughs) Soup's Awk. We're going to make that our new catchphrase. Just Soup's Awk. Soup's (laughs) Awk. Um, Lana says yes, but then, like, she's like, I don't know, I'm going to tell my family this because this happened really fast, and, like, it's really unexpected, and, like, girl, (laughs) this is not happening. Not for you, too. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. It's not happening. So, yeah, she got a ring, and he went off, and he's like... I feel like he's going to go off into nothingness. He says something really creepy, too. He's like, now she's mine. I'm like, ew. Yeah, don't like that. Ew, you don't own her, dude. Do not like that. You no, don't thank you. own her. Okay, next couple. Yolanda. 
I'm, are you? I'm done. Yeah. Call Neve. Call Neve. Because you've been catfished. Uh, TLC. <laughs> please do better casting research. <laughs> I am done with catfishes. I am Same. done with them. I feel like that we already have a show for that. TLC. I'm done with it. Move them on to catfish. Bye. It's over. We're done. It's so stupid. I have no interest in hearing about it. It's the dumbest thing of all time. Yolanda, you're a super cute girl. I love you, but what the fuck? Okay, next person, Ed. Big okay. Ed. Big Ed. So Ed comes home and he's meeting up with his daughter. Um, his daughter hasn't talked to him in a very long time because basically his daughter was like, what the hell? Why are you dating a woman that's six years younger than me? Um, this is a really bad idea. This is really extremely stupid. And he just completely ignores her and just goes on and meets Rose and doesn't care and doesn't take his daughter's, uh, words into consideration at all. So, um, they meet up and his daughter's so super cute. Um, she basically is like, I told you so. And, uh, She's like, you know, I was mostly upset at the age gap. Like, I'm 29. Rose was 23. What could you possibly have in common with this woman? Like, there is no way. There's no way. It's just like. Yeah. And I can see that, too. It's not um, a thing. But and at the same time, it's like, you don't, you don't know. I guess. How, I mean, like, listen, it, at the end of the day, we're not here to decide whether or not. You know, like, I'm here to decide. <laughs> I am here to decide. Lindsay is here to decide whether I'm or like, not your age is a difference. Yeah. I have dated guys that were considerably older than me for long periods of time. Um, I will be the judge, Jared. What's with this bang? Do you see this bang? But at the same time, though, like it didn't work out for me and that guy. Probably because of all the things that that you don't have in common that we don't have in common. Uh, you know, like I don't. He didn't want to. Like I'm me, sorry. Especially 21. Like I'm and, sorry, Ed. Unless you have millions of dollars. Keep <laughs> <laughs> me in. Wait, Wait in. millions of dollars. I'd be like, okay, go for a plane ride. I'm gonna go to the fucking bar with my friends. <laughs> like, sorry, dude. I, I would still, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying is like, like that shit is stupid. Right. Like, yeah, I would, I would probably just move on to the next thing, uh, but he doesn't, he doesn't have the money. And even then it's like, as just a human being, you know, it, it's hard to have a relationship with somebody who is older than you, who has had the time to go out and party, had the time to go out and be an adult, had the time to go out and like enjoy life while you are younger and you haven't had that and here's, you want to go out. Here's my thing. Rose told Big Ed before Big Ed even went to the Philippines that she wanted kids, that she wanted more kids. Yes. He, she Absolutely. told him that. Like, he should have never come there. Right, exactly. So he, he knew. Right. Like, she was up front with him the entire time, and he was never up front with her. So, as far as the age gap, like, whatever, maybe they could have made it work if Ed had been transparent with her and told her, like, I completely agree with you on that. No, I don't want any more kids. If they were completely open about on the conversation. Yes, yes, on the same page about, like, right. about where their family was going and everything. Like, whatever. But, like, he wasn't. He was. He was a total turd. He was a yeah. total turd. He was. He turd. is a turd. So, anyways, um, his daughter cries because she basically feels like her dad never took her into consideration when he was having this relationship with Rose, and he's he's like, I was selfish, and I'm sorry, and I was a dumbass. He says that he's like, I was a dumbass, and I'm sorry, and I'm a human. 
and I fell in love. And that actually made me feel like Ed was way more relatable because he was like owning it. He was like, he was like, I made a mistake and I was blinded by love and I, I should have taken your feelings into account and I didn't and I'm an asshole. And he was like totally like taking blame for it, which yeah. made me look, which made me like him a little bit more than I do because I really don't like that at all. But like that made me be like, okay, like you're not totally awful. Like no, he's not. And but you know, at the same time though, it's like you when you are presented with the opportunity to go do something that you really like feel like you should do. Right. Do you sit there and say, like, my yeah. adult daughter is going right. to keep me back? So it is, I right. mean, I have to, like, give a devil's advocate on that because, like. No, I get it. I, reality, no, I understand. Like, if I was dating somebody online. Right. And, and, he, and come meet me, I would. Right. And he hasn't been in a relationship in 20 years. Right. He's, this isn't you like. Know, like this he, isn't like his daughter is. You know, right, his daughter's not fifteen or right, something. Right, right. She can take care of herself. But like, I think probably he could have had a different conversation with her before it all happened and explained that. Correct. And that's like, I haven't had love in twenty eight years from a romantic partner, right. and I need this. And I just this is something I just need to do, and I need to follow. And can you please just support me? And I think that maybe that would have turned out way differently, but it sounds like he wasn't very open and honest with her about like how he was truly feeling. So yeah, no, I agree with you on that. I feel like it could have been a totally different situation. Had he just been upfront to begin with, right. You know, especially with his daughter. It seems though that they have like a really sweet relationship. Like at the end of the day, they do like, she seems she loves yeah. her dad, yeah, obviously. Totally. And he loves her, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Does it mean that I think that that dude is mentally no. completely stable? No, I don't. Don't ask a woman to shave her legs. Don't ask a don't woman. Give her fucking breath mint. Right. Don't and... give her a toothbrush <laughs> and toothpaste. Don't do that. He's Why like, are you doing that? God. Oh my God. He has no all things. He has no what's the word I'm looking for? Like not grace, but like no like couth. Yeah. Like no yeah, like yeah. like he has no like any kind of like like he's like he's not good with like telling a person what they need to hear. Sure. Like, he's just like very like he's not being very subtle. No, 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 all. no. Suck right. There's the thing. Subtlety is not your thing. He's not like, hey, if you don't think no. No, it's straight up like, here's some mouthwash. You got some spanky breath. Yeah, you smell bad. Do some shit. You're you're prickly. You're prickly. Wash your shit. Shave it. Can you wash your legs? Can you shave your legs? Can you do something? You be feeling real prickly. Like, okay, thanks. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, we dude. love you. Thank you. I got an ulcer, dude. You were a lot of laughs. You were a barrel of laughs. And what we will always forever love that about you. But other than that, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Fuck off, Ed. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay. So the next uh couple of Stephanie. Oh shit. Okay. Stephanie and Erica. So over them. Yeah, I'm over them. But this was interesting because Stephanie comes home and she decides that she's going to tell the like come out to her mom. Yeah. And this was like a really big deal for Stephanie, um, which I totally understand because her mom is very conservative. And so she had a lot of um, hesitancy to, to tell her like what she was really doing over there in Australia. So she goes over to her house and they're having dinner together and it's her mom and her brother. And she's like, she just basically just comes out and is like, you know, I'm bisexual. And the reason I went to Australia was to bring Erica back with me because we had a romantic relationship. And the whole time her mom's like shaking her head. No. And, um, 
her mom's like, no, you just had toxic relationships in the past and you're just, you're just confused. You're just confused. And Stephanie was like, no, I'm I'm not not confused. Like I'm in two women and men and I'm not confused. And, um, the brother's just sitting there and he says nothing, nothing. which is nothing. super awkward. Um, so her mom says it does, it does make her sad because she always pictured Stephanie getting married to a Prince Charming yeah. and um, getting married in Ukraine together and having a wedding in Ukraine together. And um, she says like, it's not her preference that her daughter is a bisexual. Um, it's very sad. Like when I listened to all of that, I was just like, well, no wonder Stephanie has like some major issues with And like, she was concerned about coming out with her mom yeah. for a long time. And they actually like, she makes it very clear throughout their time that she was in Australia that her and her mother are very close. Right, right. Um, and no, they're very, very close. Yeah. They're very close, and she doesn't want to, like, interrupt that relationship at right. all. Right, And then during the time that she is actually coming out to her, it's really, I was actually kind of, like, somewhat emotional about it because yeah, I felt so bad for her that her mom was, you know, like, kind of shaking her head and was like, oh, you're confused and, and everything. And, you know, at, at one point though, they do end up resolving it. And her mom is like, you know, um, or Stephanie asks, if I am in a relationship with a woman yeah, later on, would you like me to tell you? And her mom goes, of course, I want you to tell me because your happiness is the most important thing to me. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to is that all of the other, other shit, fuck that bullshit. Um, as long as her mom is happy for her, um, you know, wants her to be happy and feels like she should have like a good relationship, whether it's a man or a woman, that's all I care about for her. I really want her to be happy. I mean, it's like a double edged sword though, because it feels slightly manipulative to tell your daughter like well I wish you would have ended up with a Prince Charming but it does yeah you're we'll right settle for this like you're right like, and just see the contrast of how her mom accepted things versus how Erica's parents accepted things where Erica's parents were like that's just a fact like it's just a fact and, and we don't care and right it's and just information right and like the fact that Stephanie saw how Erica's parents reacted and then she had to go home and then hear how her mom reacted it was like really bad it felt really like, bad for her it does it really it did sucks. like like yeah your mom at the end of the day is like yeah I do want to whatever makes you happy and I want to give you a hug but at the same time you basically just told me that's not what I prefer like, I know for a fact that my family would not be like that with me. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely not. And it's like, they would, for sure. Yeah, my parents would be like Erica's parents. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they would, would be like, like whatever. whatever. That thing. And so it's really hard to see somebody else doing the same thing on the other side of the spectrum where it's like they're having a hard time or their parents just aren't understanding or they just aren't as, you know, accepting. But what sucks is what she said is like, it's not my preference. And I have always not pictured you with yeah. Prince Charming. And and the thing is, is like kids really internalize that. It's like not up to you, mom. Like no matter like if you're an adult or if you're a child, you internalize that. And you're like, you want to make your parents happy no matter what. You so, do. Yeah. And so that's kind of like a fucked up thing to say to a, your kids. Like, oh, I'll, definitely I'll, I'll, I'll accept you, but just know that that's not what I wanted. Like under these circumstances, I'm super right, happy. Right, you're right. It's like, but it's, under these circumstances, I'll be right. happy for you. But, right, like it's just kind of like but, a, it's just like kind of, it's it's just not like I know, like I want to give her credit and like be like, oh yeah, I know you're conservative and la la la. I'm like, 
But that doesn't make your daughter yeah. feel good. Like, good. come on, man. Like, I feel so bad. It's for 2020. Like, get with it. You live in America.
Trash Pandas. Facebook.com. Trash Pandas. One word. Capital T. Capital T. David and Annie love us. So. We love them. And so you should love us too. Just saying. Thanks for tuning in this week. Hopefully we'll see you all next week. Let us know what you think, what you guys are seeing, what you guys are hearing. We want to hear all about whatever you guys are talking about too. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.